welcome to the Vulnerable Entrepreneurs, coming at you from the great city of Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm Sean Riley. And I'm Common Thrath. And today, like always, we're having a no bullshit conversation about the entrepreneurial way of life. All right, everybody, we're back for another amazing episode of the Vulnerable Entrepreneurs, the COVID-19 and counting edition, working remotely from all over the galactic uh, today, as I can tell, because you're 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 uh, in your video here on Zoom, I can see you kind of go in and out with your uh, flying above the uh, Golden State it's, Bridge. It's my green screen. <laughs> yeah, it's the place I'd wish I was. So I keep that in the background. I can try to change it up a little bit. Like I had a bunch of calls this morning. I change it up, but I'm back in San Francisco. It's good. Yeah. Well, uh, so today's you. topic is we have to talk about this comp because it's a serious thing you know we talk a lot of it about being an entrepreneur and what that's all about and what we go through and and the tolls it takes but one of the things that you know there's a a little bit or in some cases a lot of collateral damage so what we want to talk about today is how does being an entrepreneur affect your personal relationships your spouse your significant other girlfriend boyfriend whatever kids and you know a, a friends too it's a it's a whole community that being an entrepreneur can affect so and, and the challenges especially in quarantine being at home those types of challenges because like those effects happen prior to covid but right you, you we're seeing and hearing this being amplified because of you know quarantine so we want to right. give you guys some scenarios. Sean's got to kind of give you guys a day in the life of what he's up to and some of his challenges that he may be facing. And I'll, I'll do uh, that for myself. So yeah, we'll, ju- we'll jump I right th- into it. And I think too, I think that the, the family makeup plays a role into it as well. My kids don't live with me full time. Um, I'm divorced, so we trade off, but it's, it's another um, drag or draw or pull is probably a better word of people's times and coordination and everything. So all of these things need to get smashed together to come up with a, a, a solution on any minute of any, any day, you know, and I think your point's great. I think that, you know, pre quarantine people, uh, entrepreneurs, but working people have a, have a pull to home because you're at the office and sometimes you're working late and traffic and all that other stuff. Now everybody's at home. So you have the pull from work where work people are trying to get a hold of you, but you're at home. You're, um, you know, this, this isn't a good thing or a bad thing, but you're more accessible. And especially with kids, you, how many, how many YouTube videos have we seen where there's a newscaster live on the air and you see the kid, which I think are, is funny and it makes it more real for me but you see the kid running across, you know, the floor or taking a nap on their mom's lap while they're anchoring the news. Like, I just think that's, that's life to me. I think that's pretty cool, but it creates that little more stress, a little more angst, you know, and what are, what are people like, I think it's worse for entrepreneurs because, you know, whether it's true or not, we have the weight of the world or the weight of our company on us every day, you know, so it's a, it could be a struggle. All right. So tell us kind of how you start your day. How do you kind of get through it, Sean? Like what's, what's changed for you prior to now, now in quarantine? 
You know, for me, it hasn't been my business. There's a lot of remoteness, remoteness to my business because I have investors and clients that are all over the country. Now, we've done a pretty good job prioritizing travel. We're not pre pre quarantine. We're not flying all over the world just to take a meeting. That that's that's kind of a value that we that we'd set out to have. Um, but we rely heavily on, on conference calls and video conference calls um, and a, a lot more email work. Emails are getting longer with more attachments, I can see, um, which forces you to, to spend, dedicate time to, to emails. Um, you know, personally, it's still a juggle with kids. It really doesn't matter where you're located with children, you know, for um, having kids part-time, you still have that back and forth of coordination and you have to time block out time. Um, like I had them, uh, I have them this afternoon, my kids. So I worked out this morning and then drove closer to where they are to get some work done um, and do this, knowing that I can leave from here instead of leaving from, you know, where I live, whatever. So it's just added coordination. I wouldn't say that anything for me at least has drastically changed, but it's an added level of planning and coordination. Okay. What is the, you know, I have to look at the whole day now as opposed to, okay, what's my morning look like now I have to say, okay, wh what am I doing at five o'clock in the afternoon and where do I need to be to make that happen? Whatever it is. It's no different if you guys have clients and we have to pivot, right? Cause like something comes up. So you coordinate, you re-coordinate, you communicate, we set expectations. Um, it just might be a little bit more challenging now because if you do have kids or you have other, you know, if you're, you could be living with um, older parents or whatever other, you know, things that might be pulling you away that you can't just focus on work. Uh, there is that, 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 that mental drain of trying to figure that all out. So you, you have more, uh, you have to find more capacity to figure that out. So absolutely, you only have so much time in your day. Um, and then the, again, a really big tip that you, you taught me was starting to do some more meditation and mindfulness, Sean. And, and, and I'm seeing and reading a lot more of that as well. And I'm sure for those that are listening and you, you, you probably heard about it, came across it, but it is a game changer. It's a game changer yeah. to like start your day and I'll sit. Um, and this, I don't do this often. It might be like two, two or three times a week. Um, I'll sit, for 10 minutes, play, uh, an app. Uh, I use insight timer. Uh, there's a lot of other ones out there on calm and it just resets, you know, there's different categories, you know, there's leadership, there's focus, there's uh, just mindfulness, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And really helps you kind of get jumpstart for the day to focus. And I also use it if I need to at night, if I had a really, really tough day, that's challenging. And, um, you know, almost feel like I want to kill my kids. <laughs> I, I have to like, okay, I got to calm down here and reset myself. Yeah. So let me uh, take a little walk or let me sit outside on, on a chair and, and play this for five minutes. So it's really important mindset. Uh, you hear it all the time. You hear it all the time. It's not easy to, 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 to do, but mindset is so critical. Um, you know, how do you kind of, yeah. Kind of get into that right mindset. Sean? You know, my you know, morning really chaotic, I, I like to, to dedicate my mornings, my early mornings to myself. That's my selfish time. So I meditate, med meditate, I meditate. <laughs> um, 
I do a little spiritual stuff. Uh, sometimes I journal if I didn't journal the day before. Um, and then I begin to look over my day and I purposely have my phone on do not disturb. So uh, like for having one of the downsides to having global clients is you're, you're a slave to all those time zones. So I have Europe emailing and, and either texting me or calling me. I have the Middle East, all that. And I purposely shut all that down and prioritize me first to get into that zone of where I am. I'm collected. I'm, you know, not uptight. I'm not just jumping into the first thing and not seeing what the 20th thing is and being selfish with that. Sometimes it's half an hour. Sometimes it's an hour. It's, I eat breakfast, I make my protein shake, do what I need to do and just don't let the day, you know, the, every day has a pace and it's, it's, you can feel it in your company, depending on what's going on or what's coming up or who's in the office, who you're meeting with. It has a pace that, that you quickly can lose control of. And invariably that will happen more than it doesn't. You know, somebody calls your, your whole day is something else than what you plan. So the best way for me to deal with that is to avoid it in the morning and be selfish and, and really reflect on what do I want to get done today? What are my absolute priorities? What are the things I'm going to adjust to accommodate those priorities? And that's where you get into relationships. You know, when you have your kids with you, it's, it's more difficult to do that, right? It's easy just to get up, get dressed, kiss everybody bye, and go to work. And then you can start your day. You know, I have an advantage living by myself that I can, I can do that. But when my kids are there, it's not impossible. It's harder to get your day started. But from, from my perspective, I just wake up earlier when they're not up yet. So you kind of make these tweaks that kind of keep your day as close to, you know, normal as, as you can. But, you know, when you and I talk about stuff like this, it's not sweeping changes. I mean, you just meditating for 10 or 15 minutes every other day. If that can reset your mind, dude, that's huge. I mean, that's huge to be able to do that. Nobody's talking about, you know, doing um, Hiawasha, whatever it's called for three days and completely melting your mind. You, you just tweak a little bit, a couple things here and there go get exercise. Like I can't wait till the gyms open back up to get that, you know, for me, that midday jolt that I need and get back to, to a little bit of normal, whatever that, whatever normal looks like. Yeah. My, my morning routine, um, I try to beat the kids to, they, they get up and it seems like they've been getting up earlier lately. Um, they, you get up at six now they're getting up at five thirty, and I'm just like, man, like, so that means I got to get up at five. I'm like, that's tough. I, I was getting up at four thirty-five for a short time. It was really tough for me to hold because I think my body naturally is a night owl. Um, there's actually a lot of scientific study around that. They say your body, um, in your DNA, you're either a night owl or a morning person. You can try to train yourself to be that, but you, there's a certain natural uh, timer that your body has. So that's right. Um, lately what I've been doing is working late, you know, cause I know that in the morning I'm, I'm, you know, my wife and I, I'm more of the morning person. I'm usually the one who gets up. I get them breakfast. I'm getting them brushed, getting them dressed. And and we kind of switch off and my, my wife kind of, I try to get, you know, give her that extra hour or two of, of sleep, but we also plan our day 
the day before is like, okay, what do you have for must, must make meetings? Cause of course, like you can easily fill your full day on zoom and we're hearing a lot more people are on zoom a lot more or working more hours. And I'm like, what, so what means you have? So today, for example, I had a meeting I couldn't avoid at nine and at 12 and, and we're shooting this podcast this afternoon. Um, my daughter's asked me, I, can we have the pool? Can we put the pool outside? Cause of course in quarantine, there's no more summer camps or, um, any of that. So we're, our, our house is now a summer camp. So I got this like inflatable pool and I've been talking about it and I told him I got it today. And I feel like I crushed your dreams because I was planning to have them actually do the pool earlier today, but my day changed. Like some meetings went over. Um, and now I have to also compromise with them. So my compromise is I'll let them watch a show, maybe play on the tablet. No, later this afternoon since they're not doing the pool. So I'm constantly trying to like be there for my team, you know, for meetings that come up, be there for my clients, be there for my wife and my family. And it's, it's balancing that, but like it can get chaotic cause they're following. I'm walking around with my laptop and they're following around the house. They know yeah. I have my earbuds on and they know the signal. I'm like, give me one minute. And they're like, yeah. still they're like, we don't care yeah. because one minute for you, daddy is, it's 20 minutes. So, right. so yeah. um, and, and it happens every day. So it's like, okay, so I have to like, sometimes like, and now I'm down in the basement, you know, or I have to find my, sometimes I've had, I've, I, we did our podcast. I was in the, my car. I shut, yeah. I was in the car, in the garage shooting it. Cause you gotta just make it work guys. Like if you, you just, you know, you can either be in the mindset. It's like, Oh, this sucks. This is crazy. I can't live like this anymore. Like it's got to, and people are like, they feel like they need to jump out of their skin, but you got to just like keep your shit together, figure it out. You can figure it out. If you have the will, you can figure it out. So like I stay up later. Now I've been staying up later, um, to make up for the time I lost during the day. Cause you're not going to have the eight hour work week. It's just not going to happen with no. kids at home or any other distractions. So I'm like, Hey, how am I, I probably lost three to four hours or two to four hours, whatever that is. I'll make it up at night. I try to make up in the morning, but you mentioned working out. So working out, um, we have the intentions. I'm not as probably as disciplined as you are, like, um, Sean. So what I did was I, I talked to some of my friends and now we're like workout buddies. So we text each other every day in the morning mm-hmm. uh, and at, in the afternoon. Did you do your workout? What'd you do today? And for me, my goal is I set realistic goals too, guys. Like there's a lot of things on our plates. My goal is I just need to move. I'm not trying to figure out a regiment right now. I just want to move. So yeah. either I'm walking, I'm doing push-ups, I'm doing sit-ups, I'm doing something. I'm doing something active. So um, you got to use it or unless you, you, you lose it. And eventually yeah. as I get into a rhythm, then I'm going to put myself through like a program, you know, focus on something, have a plan and prepare for it. But that's, that's typically my day. Um, even today, the reality is I just found out my neighbor is retiring. So they're doing like this car parade and it's going to be in the middle of the podcast. So whatever, we'll pause it. We'll come back. And the great thing mm-hmm. with this podcast and post editing, we can stitch it all together. Nothing's yeah. missed. But so now I'm going to lose probably 20 minutes or so. Like, where do I make up that time? You know, cause we have a pretty tight schedule with our podcast that we do. Um, but we make it happen because you, you still need to make sure you're present. You know, actually I was, I was messaging one of my other co uh, team members and I was like, how, how's home life? And I said, make sure you take the time to be present in these micro moments, all these little moments, because you could either stress out about like this time with your family or whatever, if it's your significant other, say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm, they're around me too much. But if you really think about it, flip it over, you know, people wish, you know, on their deathbed that they had more time with their family members. That's a Absolutely. Common. 
So embrace these moments and just enjoy those micro moments and be present. So like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be present, enjoy this time with my neighbor, but also the kids are going to be out there, you know, and it's going to be this really cool thing for them to see because it's almost like groundhog day. <laughs> Every day looks yeah. a little different. Now we have this yeah. parade is a little bit different. So, um, I mean, that's my best tip for you guys is, is that's how we, we kind of go through our day. And, and still, I don't get it all done as much as we try to be as, uh, uh, proactive in planning. It's okay. You know, celebrate the small wins and then readjust, look at your calendar for the day, look at your calendar for the week and then readjust. And then maybe you, what you need to do is you might have to not make your day so busy so that you don't feel like you failed or didn't hit your goals. So just like reassess and make it, make it, make it a reality. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think leaders and certainly entrepreneurs and certainly I do, you struggle with, you give away the empowerment of what and who makes your priorities. In other words, you hear a lot of, you hear it like in meetings. Oh, you know, guys, can we, we just have to keep this to an hour because I have to go get my kids. Like, like that's a bad thing. Like own it, man. If your priority is getting your kids, then that's your priority. It, it's not mine, but own it. Like don't, don't make it sound like, you have to make up for it later. That's your choice and your decision. And it could be wrong to a million people, but none of that matters. It's what is the right decision for you. Meaning, don't say it in that power. tone, Sean, like you said, right? Don't, maybe don't say it like Well, that. don't feel it. You're saying it because you feel that way. Yep. And you should, if, if you know, it's interesting, um, you look at, you just, the people just give away their, their power. You look at, you wake up in the morning and you have these to-do lists. There are most of them, 90% of them are self-created. So we give ourselves all this credit for getting through our to-do list, but we think it's a failure to change them. And I say this all the time with goals. Maybe it was just a shitty to-do list that you set out never because you didn't have the right mindset to know that it was a bad list of stuff to do that you, it is rare that I get through my to-do list. It is, it is, it virtually never happens. And I empower myself to be okay with that. I put down too much stuff because some of the stuff that I put on there is if something else doesn't happen. Like I have a whole list of stuff to do if suddenly we had to cancel this three hour block of podcast stuff. So I'm not sitting there at one o'clock saying, oh, that was canceled. What am I going to do now? I know what I can do. I have a list of it. And the only thing that changes on my to-do list is the day of the week. Okay, Monday, that's gone. Now it's now it just became Tuesday's list. And it's this evolving thing and it empowers me to be con- to control what my priority, what my tasks are, and and what my to-dos are. And, you know, the biggest thing is to be able to grow and know that that's going to change. I'm sure that yesterday you didn't know your neighbor was going to retire. Well, if that's an important thing, empower yourself to make that decision. That's that's okay to do that. We, we entrepreneurs beat ourselves up all the time over making decisions based on what we think we should be versus what we are. 
some businesses, your, your, your business will fail if you're not in the office for 50 hours. I would argue you're doing it wrong. If that's the case, your priorities are fundamentally different than mine. And that's not better or worse. It's different. And that's, that's okay. You know what I mean? We, we yep. spend so much time and effort, you know, talking about this work-life balance and it's all crap. If your life is doing a podcast and you see a kid whip behind you in the background, that's life, man. That's not work-life separation. You can't have this two separate universes. It's not a fake to, world. It, there's no, it, yeah, it's, it, it, it's yeah. one, it's one, it's life. You're right. And I remember it doesn't that was, work. That was really profound. And I think the first time we ever talked, we talked about that. I was like, I even asked you how to do the work-life balance and you're like, calm, it's life. And, you know, it was just a, a light bulb lit for me. You're like, you're right. So if once you embrace that and it's, it's really authentic, I think people can appreciate it. You know, they see whatever, you know, if yeah. Just the element you're in, it's real. Because versus like being trying to stage it, it just doesn't feel real. People, especially right. now, people are really looking for that true connection more now than ever. Um, and just be be real. It's a a lot of it too is a control thing where entrepreneurs feel like they have to be in the job and at the job to do the job. Let's be honest. You know, you go and and. Um, see your neighbor at 2.30 today, your company is not going to fail because of that. You do it for the next four days in a row, your company is not going to fail because you're not giving up everything that got you to where you are because of these meetings. You're still the same person. You're still smart. You still know how your business runs. You still know what's going on. Whether you're standing on your lawn, you know, waving at your neighbor or standing and sitting in front of your computer. So, so it's a control thing for a lot of entrepreneurs because they feel like I have to be there or it's going to fail. No, that's not, that's not even remotely. Or lost right. an hour. Oh, I mean, I lost an hour. No, like, I'm never going to get that hour back. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. you don't empower your environment to make your decisions. In other words, I'm saying that's an excuse. No, you didn't lose the hour. You, you gave that hour to something else. And whether you care prioritize that hour to go do X instead of Y, like keep your power. You're deciding if it was a shitty decision. Yeah. Then, then that's on you. I almost got stung by a bee. That's on you. But if, but don't say, well, you know, work, I got to be there 50 hours a week. You, you don't, I don't think you do. And I always go back to, you're also making this huge leap that your second hour is going to be as productive as your 50th. And we all know that that's not true. Get up. If you need to be at work at five o'clock in the morning, because the rest of your life dictates that you have a busy personal afternoon, then, then empower yourself to do that. It's, it's okay. What is important is that yourself, that, that you know what your purpose is, both personally and for what you're trying to accomplish. And I would argue those should be very similar, if not the same. That the people that work for you, they have lives too. And they're going to plug in when you need them to. And you're going to plug in when, when you need that, when they need you to. And because of that, the machine will keep rolling. The, the days of, you know, 50 people for 60 hours a week in an office, I think are, are hopefully gone and they're counterproductive. 
we used to joke around when I used to work for other companies, the people that came in early always got more credit. I'm sorry. The people that stayed late always got more credit than they were viewed differently than the people that came in early. Why? It has nothing to do with productivity. There's nobody there to see when the people that come in early get there. I remember people would walk out 3.30, 4 o'clock, and they're like, where are you going? What do you mean? Checking out for the day? Yeah, well, I came in at 6 o'clock this morning. And you're just like, yeah. You, you're walking out at 5.30, 6 o'clock at night, and you see a whole row of offices lit up. Oh, that's like, wow, these guys, you know, they, they could have breezed in at noontime, <laughs> right? But it's this perception. So you have to own your 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 purpose and your priority. And as long as you can, as we talked about before in communication, spread that or display it or get your employees and your company to embrace that, your company is going to be fine. Whether you go to the gym at noontime, see a neighbor retire at 2.30, wake up in the morning and say, you know what? I just don't have it today. I, I need a day off. I mean, my God, what would happen if, if an entrepreneur said that? Virtually nothing. I mean, we're plugged in yep. all the time, you know, and it's okay to give ourselves permission. I love people that, that will blame or, or I say assign power to, you know, I have to go to this meeting. Nobody else there can do it. Come on. Of course they can. You're just, you're finding an excuse to, to not do what you really want. I would argue do what you really want. Do what your purpose is in that particular moment. And if yep. that's, you know, if you're in a, knock down drag out argument over your priority and your time with your spouse or girlfriend or, or wife or husband, whatever that is, then blow off an afternoon of work and strengthen that bond at home. Because that, I mean, I was, I was hugely guilty of, of that. I've lost relationships over, oh, okay, wow. What do you mean? Yeah, I'll be right there. Dropping everything. Like I even lose sight of who's around me. Like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm on my way. And they'll look at you like, where the hell are you going? It's like, I, I got to go put this out. Like, you can't, <laughs> that makes no sense. You know what I mean? You, and if, you, you got to take care of the, yeah, the, the people around you that are closest to you. Yeah. Well, you got to take care of yourself, which mm -hmm. means empower yourself to be okay with the decisions that you make and be able to assess, you know, okay, do I really have to put the pool up? What's the down? What happens if I don't? Or is that really important to, to not just your kids? Is that really important to me? Is it important that, that I said I would put it up and, and, I, and that's what we're doing today? And if it is, then do it. If it's not, then don't do it. And empower yourself to own that. Yeah, you know what? I didn't get, my, get through my to-do list today because I took two hours and set up my kid's pool. That's, that's okay. That's completely okay. But don't sit there and say, I failed today because I didn't get all my stuff done. When you know in your mind you made a priority to set up that pool. That's, that's okay. You have to own it the whole way through. And the, and the key point you said is a priority. It's not like, it can't be an excuse, right? Like, oh, I had to do this, I had to do that. Because you can fill your day doing things that aren't a priority. So oh my God, we're, yeah. we're not, Sean and I aren't saying make excuses to fill your time to do things that aren't a priority. It's not going to help you no. and your business or your family. But. I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> look at the stuff you have to do and really determine if it's that, that's the other thing that I spend a lot of time 
doing is each morning I look at what I think I have to do and understand whether or not it's important and impactful to my business. And one of the areas I do it a lot in are meetings. I will literally sit there and say, do I need, what is the, if everything goes perfectly in this meeting, what is the, what's the product I get of that? What's the output? What is the, the result of this meeting? And if it's not something that doesn't fit the purpose, then first of all, I would argue it shouldn't been booked. But secondly, I shouldn't even go. So I move stuff around all the time, depending on what's going on. And they, of course, being respectful of other people that I'm meeting with, you know, is this meeting really serving my purpose for the day? If it is, that's okay. And I'm not saying that you start blowing off meetings. I'm saying you make a conscious decision to decide what is important for that day and what is it. And if, if you're deciding, that's not saying, okay, my kids are important today, but they're not important tomorrow. It's more granular than that. It's, you know, in your example of the pool, like yep. I could easily sit there and say, okay, I have to, I'm picking up my kids today. I'm going to be late. No, I've reshuffled my day so I'm, I don't have to drive an hour to pick them up after this call because A, I know that this call will go long because they always do. And B, I want to give <laughs> it the attention that it deserves if it does go long. So you, oh, you adapt, you change. I'm giving you a two minute warning because yes, it does go long. All right, but it so it always goes Sean, long. I know Sean and I can go on tangents and, and, and good changes. Now, I don't think, I just think we can just chat a lot about this stuff. Um, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up this episode in a few minutes here, guys. So one of the things that, you know, this morning I even was chatting with Kelly, you know, and, and you're, you're tapping into your team. You know, if you guys have a team, you know, might be a sole entrepreneur, you might have multiple people, but really making sure that you're being sympathetic, sympathetic and empathetic of like, how are they doing? How are they handling things at home? So, um, like I'm trying to be better at eating better and working out. Right. Cause again, you got to take care of yourself first. Like you said, Sean. So then I asked Kelly, what are you doing? And as, as we discussed about like, she's you know doing her workout, um, say, why don't we create some type of like, we use Slack to communicate. Uh, why don't we take, make a channel and on our team channel, give some like making sure that we're making sure everyone in our team is, is really taking care of themselves. So like now we're going to be proactive and just empowering, but also letting people know it's okay. Take some time out, do some mindfulness, go take a walk, take a break. Um, yeah, Kelly, you know, I think Kelly had, uh, potentially you might have a concussion or not. I mean, so they just go like, go take a nap. Uh, well, not, maybe not take a nap. If you have a concussion, but like just rest, don't be in front of a computer. Cause I think that's not going to help. So we just want to make sure everyone's is safe and healthy. That's very important. Um, so things like that, when you guys are planning your day, yeah. make sure you're taking that time and be mindful of all that. So I guess to, to recap here, Sean, that the biggest takeaways are prioritizing, reprioritizing and, and really just being, you know, being mindful, taking, taking that sometime that break. Yeah. It's prioritizing what you have to do, tasks, decisions you have to make, but also people. People have to be a priority in your life. And I don't think you should separate work people and personal people. They're, they're all equally important. That's why there's a whole industry around team building activities because entrepreneurs and founders and a lot of, especially managers, lose sight of your team's personality. They're all personal contacts or colleagues or friends of yours, you should, the best team building are the team buildings that you do that have nothing to do with business. 
like no strategic thinking, nothing. You just, we're going to go rent boats and we're going to go out on the lake for a half a day, or we're going to have a, a lobster bake or whatever. And it has nothing to do. And then as an entrepreneur, as a leader, when you start to bring in those personal kind of relationships, those families, see, you know, kids of your employees, you as a leader have a way better appreciation and understanding of the dynamics of your company that's sitting in an office next to five other people that sit in an office all day. You would never you would never be able to appreciate that and be able to accommodate, react, support, and strengthen that just because you don't know anything about it. You have to make the people, you know, that's why I always say this about wrath is my firm exists to help people. That's our purpose. We do it in the financial world, granted, but that's our existence. That's our purpose. We want to help people, entrepreneurs, investors. So we take the personal relationship very, very strongly it's the most important thing that we do and in the meantime guys as if you can't get out you know on a boat or or get together in a gathering like virtually um do you know you don't have to call it happy hour because not everyone drinks but just do like like team like make it an activity or make it a theme or we play that card against humanity you know it's kind of fun and uh game like that so just again like what Sean said, doing something a little different and you really get to know people, you know, which is, which is important. I mean, that's what I think really life is all about is really just connecting with people at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's all about connections. Absolutely. All right, everyone until the next episode, keep listening in. We have, um, uh, uh, of course on emails or on social reach out to us, let us know if there's any topics or anything that you have questions about um, that we can help you about this episode. And if you have other uh, topics or questions, we're happy to make uh, future episodes around that. Love getting feedback. We love hearing from fans, getting feedback. And we, like we always say, calm, this is a community. It's not just you and me shooting shit for an hour. It's, it's a community. We want to hear from everybody. What's important to them? Is there something that we said that really resonated with them? Or is something that we have no idea what we're talking about, which is, that could be too. So yeah, yeah I'd love to hear from people. All right. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye guys. So this is not so much just for our listeners. It's with our listeners. We're doing this with them, not just for them. We're all together in this big, massive, disconnected group called entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook and LinkedIn at The Vulnerable Entrepreneurs. Twitter and Instagram at The VE Podcast. The VE Vulnerable Entrepreneur Podcast. And join the conversation by visiting us on our website, thevepodcast.com. And email us at hello at thevepodcast.com. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. That wraps it up. We understand that every minute of your day is valuable. And we appreciate you spending time with us today. 